0: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of The Rosé Room. Today, Cashin and I have one of our most special guests that we've ever had on. wouldn't call this person insta-famous because that's kind of like not the right word. I think you're like a little TikTok famous. But before we introduce our amazing guest, Cashin is going to do a little bit of the honors for us first. So welcome Um, to this week's edition, Cashin. Yeah, I am fangirling hardcore. I've been stalking this person for a minute. Um, We have Mike Thornwell on today and he is one of the funniest, uh, very talented content creators right now. And we're going to really dive into how we discovered you um so you had a TikTok about this hilarious experience of you working in a grocery <laughs> store and this woman asking if you wished it was back to the cotton picking days. And I love that that's your intro for him because it this is, is, the is intro. she is a psychopath about a this video. She listens to it on YouTube <laughs> in, in the car like a soundtrack. When I if you could just know, send us the rest of this video, I listen to it all I the way to work. It all the way back and showed everyone at the clinic i was crying laughing i was like this is so funny um, I remember, like, iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> put it on it you I mean, have to put it on it iTunes. Would definitely I would be purchased um many times all right so let me give you a proper introduction so your tiktok video obviously found its way to chelsea handler's instagram and mm-hmm. then it obviously sparked a renewed interest in a lot of your social profiles so mm-hmm. you currently have what two hundred twenty. Thousand followers on TikTok, love to see oh. it with yeah, something like that. Uh, four, million, <laughs> 4 million likes. You have forty thousand, over forty thousand uh, followers on Instagram. You have five, over five thousand subscribers on YouTube, and you just launched your podcast mm-hmm. called Intrusive Thoughts, which I listened and absolutely hilarious. She's sure. secretly very upset that you only have two episodes. Low key. So if you could like do yeah. more for her and get her off my back yeah. a lot.
1: <laughs> sure. We will help you. <laughs> it's so
0: hard. Oh my god. Um so in regards to your video going viral, what was mm. that like?
1: Um, well that was one of honestly many so like that was not the first video that i totally have that stupid, super viral. okay so, for, so that, um, okay see.
0: so if that was not the first one okay because i'm a 100 years old and i have like no <laughs> idea like what the, until they started showing me these tiktoks i had no idea mm-hmm. what it is so i i think before we go into that i want you to a like tell us like who you are and where you like live because obviously mm-hmm. when i found out where you lived i was like are you sure though and, right. then, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then i'm like uh what is tiktok so for the listeners yeah. like who are old millennials over the age of 30 mm-hmm. um because our parents listened to this my mom was gonna be like what in the world so
1: <laughs> tell us who you yeah.
0: are uh tell us like what your platform is and and then we're gonna like i want to hear about all your viral videos because you and Cashin are just gonna fangirl out i call this part <laughs> snap cups it's like yeah, you know but- when like ever- <laughs> el was like you snap at everything she's just gonna tell you how great you are it's true, it's true. so tell, really, tell us yeah. how great you are and tell us like how you got so great
1: well, I wouldn't say I'm that great, but like, I mean, I'm like a pretty big deal. No I'm kidding. Uh, but um, I'm Mike Thornwell, as she said. I'm from North Carolina, which you know.
0: Yeah, that's that was what I, I said. Was, <laughs> I was like, Are we sure?
1: Are unfortunate about us. Okay. But okay. I am yeah. from the armpit of the East Coast, North Carolina. Um, <laughs> I've been here all my life. I'm trying to leave as soon as possible, but that is beside the point. So I kind of got my start with social media and whatnot. On accident so when I was um in the military <laughs> I <laughs> made well actually you know I'll go even further back I've always made like stupid videos like dumb videos that are meant pretty much just for me and like my friends and I have had a finsta since like high school Ooh,
0: so I always make
1: stupid videos that That's for that.
0: my sister is I'm 27 and mm-hmm. my sister is 22 and she was like, yeah, everybody has a Finsta. I was like, what yeah. is a Finsta? She's like, a fake Instagram? Like, I was like a dinosaur. And so, okay, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> just thought that was so strange.
1: But so I posted a video, I believe it was June of last year. Um, and I was on FaceTime with my best friend. And I put on a wig. And I was like, let's recreate a video. There's a TikTok that I had seen of a girl basically like, doing a point of view video, like a role play type thing where she's like, oh, are you like emo? Oh, no, I'm like asking because you wear all black and you're really depressed. And like, I thought it was funny. So I re-meet, I, I really can't speak. It's okay. It's my first language, but so speaking fine. is not. <laughs> it's like um, first
0: ability. It's okay.
1: So I recreated the video. and was like, hey, um, are you like poor? No, I'm like asking because your mom drives a Dodge Caravan and you eat breakfast at school. Are you like poor? And I just posted that to my fan stuff. Somebody tweeted it. At this point in time, I had used Twitter all of seven times, like never had been invested in the app at all. Also, my use of Twitter is about seven times also. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. It went viral overnight. Like the next day it had a million views. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to be active on Twitter now because at this point, I'm not going to fumble this bag. Like (laughs) if people want content from me, then that's just what I'm going to be putting out. So I actually got my start on Twitter.
0: Wow. And so I
1: just, from there, just started putting out way more videos. Um, And then I found out about TikTok. I thought it was an app for, you know, pre-pubescent little boys and girls. And I was I had no interest. So I just kind of joined on a whim at one point and started posting the videos that were getting attention on Twitter. And that's when I started picking up a little bit of, you know, attention on TikTok. So TikTok, I have the most of a following on, but it came way after and I'm still learning it. I don't understand any of it. Oh my <laughs> god, your TikToks are
0: hilarious. It, are your demographics like kids or is it like our age?
1: It's really like our age. It's like 21 and up a lot of it. So I definitely have like a good percentage of like the people who are in high school and middle school, but like most of it is people our age.
0: Oh, I love that because <laughs> I think it's also a relief. Um, other social media platforms I think really bring that like self-awareness and like it makes you feel less than i think tiktok is a really interesting social media platform because it removes a lot of the stigma of like feeling the yeah. best in your instagram picture and like yeah. you know putting on everything so perfect and it's like it's just a platform to have fun yeah i it, love it i it's love it fun. yeah our um receptionist is how old is justine She's 24, 24. She's obsessed with TikToks and she's like, oh my mm. God, he's coming on your podcast. I was like, yeah, and he needs to teach you a thing or two because her TikToks are not good. I know. They're not oh,
1: good.
0: No. I, that I tell you all direct. the I I'm like, Justine, she's like the funniest girl in the world. I'm like, it's just not your oh. college girl. But oh Mike Thornwell will. will you're the you up. Simon Cowell of our clinic, by the way. BTW. That's- she will just tell you if you're ugly and not good enough. <laughs> oh, I
1: love that. You need someone like that. I'm usually the person in my group that does this. Oh, I so. love
0: that. You need know, okay. one of those. Okay. I love that.
1: Okay, so hype up. I'm the opposite of that.
0: <laughs> uh, so Taylor and I run a med spa in Vegas and we've completely relied on Instagram in order to advertise our business. So I know that you obviously have had very large successes on all of the social media platforms. Have you been able to monetize it?
1: So hmm, currently I don't have any type of money coming in from social media stuff and a mm-hmm. lot of people are very shocked by that. But it's I think it's mostly due to the fact that like I didn't want to capitalize too early because I definitely feel like there is such a thing. So I think that there's a lot of people who, you know, create these viral videos on accident and don't know how to recreate that success. So they keep doing the same thing over and over. And then they try to get their audiences money and they try and it just it's very people can see through and I don't want to bullshit my audience. So I have been very, very selective about taking money from anybody to do anything. Um, not that there's like a ton of, you know, opportunity coming in for me, but that's also due to me just not putting myself out there in that way. Um, Now that I've kind of built more of an audience that is like here for me and cares about my opinions and, you know, what I actually have to say, and it's not just based on one or two viral videos that they've seen. I feel a little bit more comfortable now trying to branch out into the world of social media marketing and all that that holds. That's why I wasn't really super worried about quitting my job three days after being hired Um, because now this is what I want to do. And now that I'm meeting people in this world, it's like, I'm starting to understand how to do it so I'm trying to get there but as of right now this is not a job it right? reminds
0: me of record labels because like a lot of that mm-hmm. in history has always been like oh I'm an amazing singer you signed to a label and then you found you find out that was like the worst deal ever and right. it's unique that your age is like no independency is so important um, there's yeah. a couple UK artists that have never signed with a label and they take all their own money Stormzy is like yeah. one of the biggest guys and he's like oh I'm I managed by my family and it's mm-hmm. just so interesting because you're like like, I, I actually just don't want to take the first deal to come up. I want to take a deal, one, that I understand, and two, that I feel like is worth my time and, you know, mm-hmm. not going to be something that you're putting energy into for nothing. So right. it's interesting that you have that entrepreneurial, like, concepts, even as young. And, you know, it's not easy to be young with no income. So, like, oh. to make that sacrifice is, like, actually harder than it sounds, you know? Right. How often are you making these videos for... The different social platforms because it's not just for tiktok it's all you also share it to like instagram you share it to twitter i would imagine youtube etc
1: <laughs> whenever i don't know i guess just whenever the inspiration hits because like none of these i've met a lot of tiktokers and like just it's like it's uh, what is it influencers that's what we are <laughs> i've met a lot of us who like Take time to plan out all of these videos. They write scripts. They have people that they are planning to reach out to for, girl, I don't do none of that. (laughs) That sounds exhausting. I film a video whenever something pops into my head, it is all very spur of the moment. Like I think of something and I have to get it out because if I don't, I'll forget it. Or it's, it just has to come out like spontaneously.
0: Yeah, you're right. unencumbered by having to meet that benchmark, you know, like these people spending all these money on these videos and like every second of the day is like because they're so concerned that their livelihood like depends on that. So it's like yeah. you're free to go be yourself. And it really does reflect in the quality of your creativity because quality content is hard. Yeah. Like yeah. that is and you're just like over here like, no, it's girl, it's easy. You just flip on the can I could not make a TikTok <laughs> if my life depended on it. Like if I ever meet you in real life, I will be another viral video of you teaching a Jewish girl that cannot dance how to do TikTok. That's <laughs> so I'm like two <laughs> left feet. we are
1: dumb we are very <laughs> dumb <down laughs> I'm you. trying to come to Vegas anyway Ooh. so oh you're, you're 21
0: west. sweet baby you have to come through. through you must come, come. i actually up. to move out
1: here
0: up, or you're <gasps> trying to move out to Vegas come yes, live with us I in Reseda why no, are you not live live living in Reseda with Sorry. my oh my god Raquel's gonna be like Taylor Mackenzie <laughs> no, uh, well, no he wants to be in Vegas because he doesn't want to pay for LA pricing is what he just said I know but I have a house I don't live in in LA Oh, I like those lips. That lips was like, "Okay, girl, we will talk off podcast. Like I am never there. My cousin and my friend are so fun, uh, but I just I, I get it because living in North Carolina too, it's like cold sometimes, a lot of the time. And you guys, this is the one where Charlotte is Charlotte there or is that South Carolina? Yes. Oh, Charlotte. Okay, I've been there. That they have pretty roads. That's about it. That's the roads it. are gorgeous there. <laughs> uh huh.
1: Gowns, mm-hmm. gowns. It's beautiful. It. <laughs> porch,
0: porch. Okay. Let's look at it. I have a question. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, so if you guys don't follow him on any social media, not only is he really funny, but he's also a very good singer. Can you uh, just like sing a tune for us? Anything? Christina Aguilera was not oh, enough for you last night. No. Day, was okay. It? okay. <laughs> and also, we nah. were telling we were telling Mike off. Uh, before we started recording that Taylor and I went to Christina Aguilera last night. So I kind of have like the bug like the singing bug. So I would really appreciate if you would just like sing to me. Side note, an extensive <laughs> review of Christina Aguilera will be coming on our next <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> I have so, so many really
1: thoughts. Needs shame. Oh my god. I, I really don't have anything prepared. Okay. But I suppose if you really want me to, I could come up with something. Oh gosh, <laughs> let me think. Give me about 13 seconds to really. I love just that's mold.
0: like very specific, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, 13. This is how you come up with a good TikTok content. So I'm hello, really this is just on the spot. Her. If you're so good on the mm-hmm.
1: spot, she's like, prove that's- it. When I had you, I treated you bad, yeah, bad and wrong, my dear. Girl, since, since, you went away, don't you know I ain't go around with my head hanging down? And I wonder who's loving you. Woo!
0: Unbelievable um Mm -hmm. also they're hiring at the mayfair so um, (laughs) if you want to go sing at a nightclub honey they'll put you front and center oh oh my god that's wild so you need to come to vegas yes um do you so would you plan on going back and forth to la because you want to pursue acting singing
1: i think if the opportunity you know i want to go out there as opportunities present themselves i think a lot of things are like a big mistake that a lot of people make going out to LA is like, I'm just moving out there with $1,300 in a dream. And it's like, girl, yes. that's great, A dream cute, but uh, uh, you're gonna be on the street. I don't know <laughs> where you there. I don't know who you think is gonna roll up on you while you're sleeping in a tent <laughs> under a bridge. But you might want a little bit more than just 13 in a dream. Oh, no, they so, do so good.
0: They get daddies and handbags, honey. I don't know how they do it with these $1,300.
1: I don't get it. Me neither. I think they mooch for a good period of time and then they figure the rest out. So yeah. I'm
0: jealous of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. LA's tough. I have a lot of friends who live out there and, and even I had like a brief time had lived in San Diego with my ex and we had a, like a loft out there. Mm-hmm. So expensive. It was <laughs> more expensive than our three story house here Ooh. in Vegas. The rent. I was like, Oh yeah, we can't be doing this. Mm-hmm. So, um, move to Vegas it's a better deal and LA's only four hours away and mm-hmm. obviously like we're here I so love like Cashin is the spokes you should be on the Las Vegas poster like come you know like how I they're like Vegas.com We like, like, come to Las Vegas. Vegas yeah well you need to start getting payment for this yeah. because I feel like it's a <laughs> lot of plugging <laughs> <That's> so <stupid. laughs> okay so I want to talk about your podcast because I did listen to it so oh, do you want to tell our listeners what your podcast is about
1: sure i wish i knew what it was about but (laughs) i have a podcast it's called intrusive thoughts it's available to listen to everywhere all two episodes um it's brand new and it's essentially just where me and people that i love talking to people with good sense of humor people just miscellaneous folk who can have a conversation i have them on there and we talk about whatever the we feel like because guess what it's my podcast, and I can do that. So <laughs> love there's it. not. I love you know. I respect and love the fact that people can have very niche down content and podcasts. I just can't do it. So it's very random, but it's very enjoyable. So if you want to listen to it, go check it you out. You can serial
0: watch instantly. Um. So how have you liked doing podcasting? Because it's obviously very different than creating content for social media. It's hard. Like we were fumbling with the chords for like. <laughs> The microphone, it's the editing. Yeah. Do you do your own yeah. editing?
1: So yeah. I edit all of my everything oh for God. Yeah.
0: That's your full time job. Stop telling people you don't have a job. At
1: this point, yeah. I was <laughs> just like, it's my job, I'm not for it. <laughs> but, Yeah. I love podcasting. It's so far been really fun. I have obviously more episodes recorded than I've posted, but um I love I think just in comparison to all the other stuff that I do. So like the reason I'm not super consistent on YouTube is because of how long recording, keeping all that shit up, like it's a lot of work. So I've been taking kind of a break from YouTube, but podcasting is very similar, but it's so much easier. So like I'm very well versed in how to like edit with sound and stuff because I've, you know, done music stuff. I've edited um like vocals and things like that. So like editing just me talking, having a conversation was a lot easier. I haven't gotten to the point where I've done anything like over online so that probably is going to come with some added stress obviously but so far, I've been having a really good. Time. It's not.
0: It's like one chord and a and yeah. a and a pat. It's, a, it's like a chord and a invite. So I think a lot of that is like intimidating too, because I'm like, oh my god, editing a song, I could never. But like, I could take a picture like anybody right. would. Style. So yeah. it's just so interesting because the creativity of like building this content, and then I feel weird podcasting because it's reflective of a personality. Like I think yeah. TikTok is just so fun and enjoyable and social, and mm. podcasts are like, let me open my soul to you people, and hope to yes. God nothing bad happens. Well, it also requires a lot more originality, right? Because TikTok is the repetition of songs or skits or I mean, sometimes, obviously. But Mm -hmm. um, so podcasting is hard. I mean, even with us, we excuse me, we had our podcast editor. He he lives in New Jersey and he came to visit Mm -hmm. us in the clinic and he was roasting us. And wow. we just burst into tears after. And he's like, yeah, like it, he basically gave us feedback based on our how we come across in our podcast. And I was like, wow, wow. like very rarely do you get to hear your conversations played back to you in your lifetime. Yeah. Right. And we're doing this on purpose now. So mm-hmm. having to listen to yourself in a way that's like, you know, I'm not trying to be funny or I'm trying to have a serious conversation. And you're like, oh, wow. Like, and now I'm going to have everybody in the whole world, whoever wants to listen to it can listen to it and judge me
1: readily for them. It's humbling, girl. It is humbling.
0: It is incredibly humbling. And so have you had only positive feedback or have you gotten like haters hard?
1: Um, I don't think it's gotten big enough to the point where I've had haters yet. I mean, I definitely get haters on like, my other stuff so like any viral video there's always going to be some people who want to talk just for the sake of talking but i've dealt with that my whole life so i don't really care i have not dealt with that with a podcast yet i'm scared though with that because it's so much more vulnerable
0: but the people are so much much nicer like they're not so trolly i feel you know like on the review boards i don't feel like even the girls like writing about it it's more I think it's more useful feedback. Like I very rarely think like a person's going to take the time out of their lives to listen to my podcast. Like it's not a visual thing that, you know, like, oh, ugly, like picture. Like it's not not
1: a quick thing. You you have to
0: listen to me for 35 minutes and then write a review about that. And it's like, (laughs) thanks for your time and the view. Yeah. So it's just, it's so interesting and it's, it's a con, it's a continuity that you have to create as a brand. And I, Mm -hmm. I find you so amazing because as um, yourself, you're very outward and going, but as you develop that into a brand, it like transforms and transcends and, you know, you figure out how to like morph being 21 is like, oh my gosh, I was not where you were at 21 years old for sure. And if I was, (laughs) I'd be Britney Spears by now, (laughs) whoever we want to be in life, like, um, but it's just it's weird so do you like content as creation in life because really like you're experimenting with what you're gonna do instead of going to college Mm -hmm. instead of doing harvard instead of you know all those things Mm -hmm. you're like i'm gonna produce content and Mm -hmm. has that been a good like experience for you as like a job i mean that's like a job
1: right um i would say so yeah and i think that being at the age i am i have a lot more experience than a lot of other people my age um I, I mean, obviously I did college for a year. I've done what I've worked probably 12, 13 different jobs. So I've worked in all the fields. I've been in the military. I've traveled, like I've done a lot by the time I was 21. So like I knew from a very early age that this is what I wanted to do to begin with, but I've now had the chance to verify that by trying out everything else. And so like, this is all I've wanted to do. Um, I obviously in the future would like to be a lot more mainstream. I would really like to go into TV. I want to go into mainstream music, you know, content creation is not really necessarily what I want to do for a living. But like for right now, definitely, I think this is an awesome stepping stone that a lot of people should be taking advantage of.
0: So I think it's really interesting, too, because you are very funny and you're very personality forward rather than maybe musically forward. Do you right. how do you want to navigate through that moving forward? Because obviously you're very talented and you can obviously make songs for us anytime you feel like it. Um, <laughs> just saying now commissioning this intro. You got to yeah. get on. <laughs> <laughs> Alex intro music's yeah. going to get the axe. <laughs> um. But, um, you know, that can be tough. And I think that we're in such a time period because there are so many personalities like that that are triple threats right like you obviously are I mean I guess to some degree like an actor right like you mm. can act create these skits uh, but then also you can sing mm. and then um, trying to project all of that at once yeah. is hard to do yes. that in a way that's like okay but like should I have him be mm. a stand up comedian or should I have him be like you know the next pop star you know yeah So I don't know. How do you feel like you want to navigate that moving forward?
1: I'm still figuring that part out. It's, I mean, I definitely have had to already take a step back from trying to put everything out there at one time because it's just a lot. So I had to work on building a brand based on my personality first, because that was going to be the most, not the easiest, but the most, I think, effective way to build an audience that actually gives a shit about me. So building that. You get to a point where it's almost like no matter what you put out, people are going to support it because they support you. And not to say that you know it's a taking advantage of you know the people who care about you thing, but it's more so these people have seen you for your character and for who you really are. So they know you know all this other stuff about you. They know that I do music. They know that you know I can dance. They know that I want to get into modeling. They know they know all of that. So once I actually get into those things, they naturally are wanting to support me in that. But trying to do all of it at once is so difficult because content creation, just making these goddamn TikToks is, (laughs) oh my God, so much time. And then trying to like do a podcast, trying to do YouTube, Instagram's a whole nother beast. Like all of these moving parts are just so much to take. And I understand now, I never understood before why like creators and influencers had like um, managers and like assistants and people that they pay for this and that. I get it now. We
0: do too. Oh my God. I know. Like why would anybody spend their hard earned money on help? You know? And it's like, (laughs) I feel you.
1: I need one. I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, if I'm really wanted to do this consistently, bitch, I need some help. Yeah. Because I am in this house by myself every day, making these videos, trying to edit, trying to send emails, trying to work. Oh my my gosh.
0: You should have a contest. Okay, Ooh. what you should do is you should have a TikTok contest. If everybody on is like 21 and up that like, work, you know, loves you. What? Why not just have like an assistant like dance off and the Got best it. assistant wins?
1: Hmm. it might be a
0: dollar 50 a week it could be an internship <laughs> for tiktok
1: i will have to write that idea down, i
0: actually. like it i and i would i would enter one of my receptionists in just for fun you can't have her but you can just totally like have her in the contest she'll participate that's, for participation a... <laughs> what platform is your
1: favorite one to use right now Ooh, um
0: yeah say. you don't have any record deals you can say what you want
1: yeah i'm about to say i'm not signed to anything i can say whatever the- i want <laughs> i don't know so i can I can tell you that i really enjoy using twitter but okay. on the same token i hate twitter i know because you on there you can't do shit on that goddamn. Thing. oh my god no, you can't do anything on there.
0: No, Donald Trump really ruined it because all his like right hand people really hopped on yeah. there. So I'm like, yeah, I I'm don't well, like even the crazy liberal it.
1: folks are like extremely annoying. Like I can't say I stubbed my toe without them being like, "Are you kidding me? That is so problematic." My grandmother died because she stubbed her toe. So the fact that you think you can joke about stubbing your toe on the internet for light is disgusting. You are despicable. Like it's, I can't do anything at all so i just <laughs> stay away from all of that shit. like i just post what i post and then i leave but it's like that's damn, a good I mantra post
0: I what post you need to post and leave don't be vain Wait,
1: that's the best way to use any social media at this point like i love engaging with people though that's the issue i love going through my dms i love responding to people who care about me i have some really awesome people but i also have some really like head followers like i love people who support me but at the same time some of y'all need to realize that like <laughs> Behind all of these cameras and these screens and shit are like are people who you don't know. Yeah, people hit me up in my DMs like we are, you know, we just been Judy since the third grade. We've been oh. best. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, but it sure as hell can't be me. <laughs> it is just like all of it's so 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 crazy. So I I would say I like using Twitter, but I hate using Twitter. <laughs> Have you
0: had any re- people recognize you out in the street yet? I mean, I don't know about the Carolinas, but. <laughs> Has that yeah. happened to you?
1: It's very strange. It's happened quite a few times. And not oh. just in North, like everywhere. Like, even in Tokyo.
0: Oh, oh of course. I mean, because I, I know because isn't TikTok very, like, Asia-heavy? Like, they use it yes, heavily so in, 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 in the Asian, Asian cultures. Time, yeah. yeah. So,
1: like, yeah. Oh. It's big strange because I'm like I'm not a celebrity I'm not like I'm not even really a huge influencer it's just like I don't understand and then you realize how small the world is and how small social media is yeah and anytime I'm on a college campus I get recognized anytime I'm like near people our age like any type of a setting like that the mall like I don't really go to the mall but if I was at the (laughs) mall I've been recognized there it's very strange because you don't know what I'm not weathered for that like I haven't been introduced no one
0: has taken me there no no cotillions for you oh that's texas not north carolina (laughs) i'm like i feel like that's pageantry really at the end of the day like being famous looks like a lot of pageantry to me and having like the right answer have you had Mm -hmm. to like taper yourself in society when people like i had a lady stare me down at whole foods last week and i am nowhere near by the way your level and she's like you own that med spa don't you and i was just like i was really creeped out because i'm like yes but i look homeless so could we not talk about it um is it good for you like are you like oh this is fantastic i like
1: it um It's like, for me, okay. So even before I had a lot of followers, that used to happen to me because I was always incidental. I've always, you know, just been out and about. So a lot of people just knew me just from word of mouth. So people would come up to me like in high school and be like, oh, I saw a video of you at like prom or something or at this. And it's just like, I was kind of used to it whenever that started happening. So like, I think a lot of the stuff that came along with doing this I got you know used to really really quickly because I was used to it just in my personal life already. So now it's just on a bigger scale. Um, so I haven't had any crazy like negative experiences. If you see me looking a fool in public, a hey, I wear wigs online. Like I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I love your yeah. Your job sounds way more fun. Oh
0: <laughs> Okay, so I want to circle back to my favorite video of the whole world. Okay, now you guys can talk about this for twenty five minutes. Go okay, ahead. the cotton picking days of it all. Okay, so for anybody who has not seen this video, it is so funny. Go to Mike Thornwall. It's it's Mike Thornwall on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You have to go there, and you'll see him, and he's singing into the camera about this racist lady that basically asked him, don't you wish it was back to the cotton picking days while he was working at the grocery store? Can you please tell this story? It is so funny.
1: So... I was in high school and my first job was at a food line. And that's like a grocery store that we have here in North Carolina. And I hated it. It was awful. But I always had some really, really interesting run-ins with the type of people that came in there. Keep in mind, again, it's North Carolina. So lots of it is in the middle of bump nowhere and lots of the people that it attracts are
0: Not the most, uh, as I put it, um, racially forward-thinking people. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. So, I had a run-in with one particular lady, God rest her soul, and she um, came up to me, and I don't know, I think she had issues mentally, but like I don't think it was so bad to the point where it was like, I can justify her talking like that. So, she comes up, and she's like, hi. And I go, hi. And she's Obviously, like the just the look in her face, I was like, "This bitch is about to say something stupid." I just know she is. She's like, "Don't you wish it was back to the cotton picking?" And I was like, "What?" Speak up! And she was like, "Don't you wish it was back to the cotton picking days?" And I was like, oh, "Do you mean like slavery? Like when we were slaves, black folk?" And she was like, "Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what I mean." And I just started looking around because I was like, "There's no way nobody else heard that." I know I'm not having like a fever dream right now. I was looking around like there is no way in hell that nobody heard this little old woman asked me if I wished I was still a goddamn slave. I work for seven twenty five an hour, bitch. I'm already a fucking slave. So she's like, yeah, she stood by her statement. And so I was like, I, my manager was walking by. She was like, because she saw me obviously distressed. She was like, okay, I was like, I need you to take over the rest of this transaction because, and then I like got close to her and I was like, if you don't do something, like I'm gonna punch this old fucking woman <laughs> right in her chest. So I need you to take care of this. And she was like, okay, just go sit in the break room. And I did, and she finished, you know, the transaction, whatever, and then we talked about the old lady. She was like, don't even worry about it. You know, people are so fit in I'm like, I'm not offended. I'm just really appalled at the gall of this bitch. And, you know, fast forward and God's timing is always right because she did die a little <laughs> bit after that. You
0: oh, know. no. I know. It's just I think that that generation just is it's eaten. It. It's like they were born in the 1920s. Right. I mean, at that at point, point, yeah, girl, yeah, no, just I, go. Again, <laughs> not the most racially forward thinking people. Mm-hmm. Also, the, the reason that we have 75 year olds the way they are right now, too.
1: Correct. And I'm like, damn, you know, if she hadn't died, she would have been able to vote in this election. Oh, I think. no.
0: Ever. <laughs> oh. Do you get a lot of race like racism? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a loaded question because I think like racist sure. stuff can happen, but it not be racist. It's
1: not blatant anymore. Yeah. It is not blatant anymore at all. So like I I definitely experienced a shit ton of like microaggressions because I think all black people do. That's just something that comes with the territory. And it's like, people are like, I'm not racist. Like, I just love making jokes about like weave and watermelon and chicken. I'm literally like, bitch, it's just not funny. Like it's in the same like (laughs) way to me that Whitney jokes are not funny. Like Whitney Houston being dead. It's like, girl, it's just like, come on, let's get creative here. Yeah. But I always say, I like my racist racist. So like, if you're gonna be a bigot, Really commit to it, you know? I want you to be straight up to my face. Call me the N-word. Like, I don't I don't want you to hide behind closed doors and do this passive-aggressive shit. Be in your nature. Live in your truth. I'm doing that. So <laughs> you're going to be a dickhead. Be a dickhead all the way. But I haven't experienced, like, blatantly ridiculous people like that, except for, like, one or two trolls on the internet who do that to everybody just for a rise. Oh, that, that
0: was literally my next question. Do you experience yeah. any of that on your videos? Oh,
1: yeah absolutely just because people think it's fun it's like and i know it's not personal so i don't care it's yeah just like you suck you're really sad <laughs> anyway <laughs> moving
0: on. oh no what is like the root rude... i think it's so funny when celebrities have to read their rude like twitter comments oh, have you ever yeah. seen this okay so have you ever thought should be another tiktok like you reading like rude things yeah like take inventory videos. of all yeah. these horrible things
1: mm. well for me i <sighs> I don't really get a lot of them. Like, <laughs> you're so <laughs> perfect. Snap cup. <laughs> I, mean, like, I think the most rude people, like, I get on on Twitter, but that's usually not like them attacking. Like, they're not rude. Like, they're not mean comments. They're like them trying to drag and cancel me because I get canceled every other. I'm always saying something. It's oh true.
0: okay so talk about the guidelines on these platforms because I feel like they're so very different like I see the girls on Instagram get kicked off because like half their boobie is out um, yeah. but I think that TikTok has a lot more rules because it's common yeah. users young like they have God, to I have
1: no idea I don't understand TikTok's guidelines because like I'll post a video of me just like singing in the car let me like <laughs> this is against our community guidelines and I'm like What exactly do you mean? I'm not about to read that textbook. So I'm just going to keep posting stuff. And if it doesn't stick, it doesn't stick. That's kind of my philosophy with all of these. I'm just like, if I post it and it gets taken down, then guess what? It wasn't in the cards. But you get hella
0: canceled, right? Like, how do you get all the way canceled?
1: Um, I don't know. I haven't gotten suspended yet. I know people get sniped on Twitter all the time. And I think it really has a lot to do with, like, people reporting you. So I know people who have been reported, like, 20 30 times and still not gotten you know um suspended and there's people who don't get reported at all and they just get suspended for the hell of it twitter loves suspending people i haven't gotten it done to me yet which is really honestly i don't know how that's possible but i'm sure it's coming up
0: (laughs) that'll be like a good thing for you that should be like an award like the suspension award of the year how many times you
1: get like they are trophies so
0: Love That's it, wild. and they have like a whole award show for this now. We saw you on the fancy red carpet with like your your thing. Oh, yeah, tell us what you were doing.
1: That was um, for the TikTok uh, Make Black History Summit that they had in Los Angeles. So they invited myself and like I think a hundred and like forty other TikTok creators, Black TikTok creators out there, and it was insane. So I've never been like invited to any type of a. Social media event, any type of a gala, any creator summits, nothing like that. This event was ridiculous. So it was three days. Um, They had this like kickoff party, and the first person that like spoke to us was Tyra Banks. Like, very, like, just insane. The budget that they put into this, I didn't realize, but like, TikTok is worth billions of dollars. I was unaware. So they, I mean, they just have big names. So we got to talk to Tyra Banks, Tracy Ellis Ross, um, Nick Cannon. For whatever reason and <laughs> he owns like you know,
0: nickelodeon right a guy like literally he owns, owns
1: nickelodeon. A team or like a faction of nickelodeon yeah. or it, they just had crazy names out there talking to us i made i met like miss j alexander spent time <gasps> with her and then not to mention you know just these huge influencers that i got to meet so it was incredible so i'm really riding with tiktok right now <laughs> just based on that alone that was an insane little summit that they What does so the like, summit
0: oh. teach you? Um, Cash and I have never been to one either. I know it's like a good networking opportunity, uh, but what, what are they teaching you? Like what, I mean, it's glamorous and it's amazing for content and the Instagram, but like, it, did you learn something? I certainly
1: did. Oh, okay. I, I think that, and I told the people who were um, over like seeing all of this that, you know, next year, cause this was the first one that they've ever done. So I told them next year they should probably focus a little bit more on because we had seminars from these celebrities, which was awesome. However, these celebrities are celebrities and they can talk to us all about their you know glamorous lives, but they can't tell us about content creation because that, that's not what they do for a living. So I think it would have been more helpful for them to have you know creators coming and talking to us because I learned more on our little breaks where we were getting to you know network and make content with one another um, more so than I did the seminars. So I definitely learned a lot about um, how powerful networking is. I don't think I even, you know, utilized it to the full extent as like some of these 14, 15 year olds were out there making videos every 10 minutes, like getting it out there, networking, following each other, getting like, it was insane.
0: Oh my and- gosh. I know they were talking to us about Facebook strategy. Cause we're trying to diversify the portfolio of like, you yeah. did, have done an amazing job in diversifying your portfolio of content. Um, you know, like Cashin says all the time, you know, we have really only substantiated ourselves in Instagram. So for the last six months, we've been doing other means and modes of, yeah. you know, like that type of thing is that like, I feel like the Facebook strategy behind these things like groups and, yeah. these things like pods i words i've never engagement heard of pods, yeah. oh my goodness and they do this and this is how i feel like they're monetized like this is how they have to be monetizing this is how they have to be like growing like you don't end up with 50 million followers on tiktok because you know like yeah it's it's crazy I
1: don't know how they do it like i've pretty much only used the regular means of trying to gain followers and done it all organically. organic yeah i've heard about engagement groups I think i tried it maybe when I was a much smaller account. It didn't do anything for me for, like, Instagram and stuff, but I mean, it's obviously got to be doing something for a lot of people. Um, I tr- I don't get it. I would love to get, you know, more well-versed in that world, but, like, I haven't ventured out onto Facebook yet. I know some of my videos have gone viral on there, but, like, I still have yet to, like, utilize it just because I don't fully really understand it. I was kind of brought up in the group that didn't really use Facebook as much, yeah. so that. I started phasing out when I was getting into social media. So I never really got into Facebook and yeah. it's still largely, you know, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Beneficial.
0: <laughs> I would be interested too if Facebook liked you because they're an older crowd. Like, you know how you're like, Oh, everybody's between twenty and thirty five, you know, that watches you. I'm like, Well, because the rest of them don't have Instagram. So I'm like right. I think once they start seeing you on a different platform and um, you know, the diversity in your content, like you've been saying, like if you sang, I'm sure like my mom's generation would be playing it in the right. car like Cashton's playing your yeah video right. like you know it's just so weird that that's the concept of today's society well it's funny yeah. too because as social media savvy as like we are and i know that we're different in age but we also don't participate in facebook right like when i was in high school that was like a cool thing to do but then i was like oh, instagram came and it really blew that out of the water and even though we're all still social media savvy we don't really participate we don't really understand how to navigate through facebook in a way that yeah. we would on the other platforms but it's also not necessarily personality forward in a way that is beneficial because a lot of opinion a lot of toxicity a lot of political jargon like it's it gets a little nuts so it's like you know Mm -hmm. maybe they need to see like you singing just to break some of that up bring a little brevity
1: I'm bad about putting out music content and that like I'm cool with everything else music is the one thing that I'm so self-conscious about really that's a perfectionist about I will like I maybe got three or four covers out there I'm very, very sparse with it because I'm so scared of putting out music content. If I'm like, I could
0: sing like you, I would only be singing. Like, I wouldn't I, be talking at all. I'd just be like, hi, how are you today? My I video.
1: get positive feedback on my like voice and stuff, but I'm so scared. Like, I've tried to record music and it's like, people will be like, this sounds really good. And I'm like, scrap it. Oh, <laughs> we're not doing it. This sounds like shit. And, you know, while I think it can be beneficial in some facets to be a perfectionist, don't think that it's gonna be beneficial for me to keep holding myself back with music. So I'm really, really pushing myself to like, just do it. This but year. I think
0: that's a great thing that you've identified that that's not natural to you. And you know how you're like, I need an assistant, and it's like, well, you probably need somebody to help you like record that. Even I know like the covers yeah. and stuff are great, but it's just always so, you know, it's it's here or there. It's just it's a hard people. thing to do.
1: You the just music need... is wonderful. like you can't do that on your own.
0: Yeah, no, no, and that's why just I'm sure you're like probably, struggling no Go i couldn't i can't even sing nonetheless like without yeah. i mean like someone would have to sing for me yeah that would be the help you can uh make a tiktok of his <gasps> singing yes and the girl who did the the first of all both of you talked for 20 minutes about the man singing about the thing and we didn't even talk about her makeup tutorial I know. let's oh, yeah. talk about this wonderful lady <laughs> who is this lady talk to me about this wonderful he Doesn't know her
1: to be honest, like I don't know her she's oh God, lovely you're never gonna remember. be like
0: we are gonna go have lunch and you could do my eyeshadow because lit like, to
1: be honest but like people so the way TikTok really works is like you just use each other's sounds like a lot of times like anytime you post a video of the sound you can use individually no matter what the video is so I didn't think that anybody was going to use that sound for my video that sound is now going viral multiple people have made viral videos using it Hers went more viral than anybody else's because her makeup was fucking flawless. She looked amazing. Um, but do you he
0: know her name? I don't um, know. The credit. Okay, so for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, the viral video that Chelsea Handler posted was a the TikTok soundbite, a sound bite of Mike's actual TikTok. Leo, yeah. And then this girl was doing a makeup tutorial on top of the TikTok. So she is the one that's featured on Chelsea Handler's Instagram, but Chelsea credited both you and the girl but i unfortunately wanted to do to you like that so i don't know her she name. was not <laughs> trying to have it with this lady i'm like oh we're interviewing her and he's she's like absolutely not you have no idea who actually created this it's like a very long thing so that's how i like realized mm. about you i accidentally thought you were going to be the lady who did the makeup tutorial coming yeah and i was like, like no absolutely
1: no, not. I've seen her for sure though like i looked at her account i think i follow her um but she's incredibly talented yeah a lot of people did think that that was like her video was the original because of how well she was lip syncing. So like nobody really knows what the original is. So like luckily I have my followers that are great and they'll go and scour and be like, this is at Mike Thornwells. Um, <laughs> make sure you credit him. And you know, it's all. Oh my great. gosh,
0: that's your tribe. Uh, there, I'm we've the learned person. that that's the word. Like those people that will go and defend you in comments and stuff is your yeah. tribe. Um, it's so unique because those people ride or die. It's very interesting. Oh,
1: I love them. I I love those
0: folks. So we've talked a lot about the obviously community support that you get from other content creators, um, Mm -hmm. how you're kind of navigating through that. Also, the very supportive fans that follow you on the Mm -hmm. various platforms. And we haven't really touched on your family. How does your family Uh support you when it comes to content creation or you following your dreams like you possibly moving to Vegas from North Carolina? Like, that's crazy. You know, like what are what do they think? And also, do you have siblings? Or are you just like the funniest person in the batch?
1: No, I'm definitely I'm definitely not the funniest person in my family by really? far. Saying, oh,
0: you um, need to invite us over immediately. I must come to dinner. I have to see this for myself.
1: My is I'm the only one that like cares about any of this. Like they don't give a damn. They don't care about any of this. My sister, also a very t- well, actually, all of my sisters, very talented singers. They can all sing. They were all uh, my little sister, she's an artist. I have three sisters. Um, youngest sister, she, you know, has this incredible art talent, and I'm, she's, I'm really trying to like build her to be this next. Like, I want her to be on social media so badly, but I also want to shelter her from social media. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she's incredibly talented. My older sister, great singer. My other sister, also a great singer. Um, they're all funny. My mother's hysterical. None of them give a shit about any of this. They don't understand any of it. They don't care at all so i've since i was a kid since i was you know first on instagram the reason i made an instagram back in probably 2012 like (laughs) i was on there because i wanted to be a popular name on instagram so it took years obviously for any of that to even you know pop off a little bit um and they didn't understand it and now they kind of are starting to get it they're like oh we see why you you know been yelling and making these stupid videos in your room for you know the past 10 years it's like i knew what the fuck i was doing
0: Yelly i can until like there's like your memoir out and your sisters are like sitting in a line and be like do you know what we had to listen to all our <laughs> like, lives like you're probably right. just so loud
1: the it loudest because i was a mess growing up. <laughs> and, you know, they contributed to it but
0: i love it i feel they also participated. Well, you're no, like a presence.
1: to reap the benefits too, so it's
0: okay. Well, you're like you're very tall, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, big... how tall
1: are you? Six
0: five. Oh my god, me too. Just kidding, five two. <laughs> um, but so you're like a force, right? So you're a six five. You're obviously very good looking. You're making these crazy videos. Also, all the all over Walmart, I see you all the time. I'm like, what's oh, going on? Oh my god, have you ever gotten they... kicked out?
1: No, they've never kicked me out. I wish the fuck Walmart would try to kick me out. <laughs> I wish Walmart of all places would try to kick me out.
0: I have been no. asked to leave a Walmart.
1: <laughs> I think definitely in those areas where like there is a lot of people who make like content live, like LA, you get kicked out of Walmart. I definitely see that. But like North Carolina, like if anybody's, you know, filming in the Walmart, it's just me. Nobody <laughs> care. I usually go like at two in the morning anyway. So nobody gives a fuck. but i'm loose walmart we're trying they really need to sponsor me is what needs to happen they responded to one of my tweets oh my god good or bad um i think i don't know i think it was just whatever their social media person was just trying to gain attention i'm like don't try to steal my clout walmart (laughs) it was that video of me running through all of the aisles and they um posted just like a reaction gif of like them judging me and i was like can i help you walmart God, give
0: me so much. Oh my God, I love you so much. I can't. Okay, so I want you to tell everybody where they can find you, and you can do use this as an opportunity to shamelessly plug yourself. Oh,
1: not a problem. (laughs) So, guys, if you want to find Mike Thornwell, you can look me up on all platforms. That's YouTube, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Mike Thornwell. Everywhere. M-I-K-E-T-H-O-R-N-W E-L-L.
0: Oh, I love that he's covering his ear everywhere. Oh ear. Are you sure no, you're not on comfortable on singing?
1: Intrusive thoughts.
0: <laughs> oh, um, okay. wait, say that again. I think it didn't.
1: Intrusive thoughts. Look at my podcast. It's available everywhere as far as I know. <laughs> it should be on Spotify, Apple Music, all of that. So how'd you intrusive come up
0: with thought. the name Intrusive
1: Thoughts? Um, so I'm psychotic, right? Us so too. I, we too, we are too. You know, like, I just have a lot of thing. The reason that I have content is because I just have these ridiculous, spontaneous thoughts pop into my brain. And my friend referred to them as intrusive thoughts. And I was like, oh, you know what? That's a really cute podcast name. That's what I'm going to call my podcast. And it was that simple.
0: Oh, my goodness. I also, when you come to Vegas, you have to meet my amazing friend, Tabitha. She makes wigs. Um, so if I see you wearing all these wigs she'll have to shamelessly plug a wig on your head like lace front we'll, we'll lace you up and oh, we have to do a <gasps> six TikTok foot of five, it. forty 40 inch chair uh, synthetic
1: ass Amazon wig like <laughs> $27 We need to get me in a real unit. Tokyo (laughs) style,
0: yes, girl. (laughs) Fitted to the head and everything.
1: Oh my god,
0: You are incredible. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Um, I've been hounding you for like a couple weeks now, so. I'm horrible
1: about responding. I'm so sorry.
0: No, the fact that you did and so quickly, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, (laughs) this is so fun. So thank you so much, and everyone please go follow him on social media. He is absolutely hilarious, like he will not disappoint. Um, And hopefully he'll come out to Vegas and hang out
1: with us. 100%. Yeah, and do a
0: meet and greet. We could do it. Oh, yes. I'm sure like everybody would want to like meet you, you know?
1: It could be creepy
0: though. We'll have to get you a bodyguard just in case.
1: I can fight.
0: He's literally but scrappy. He is the
1: bodyguard. He is the bodyguard. I don't think anybody's gonna try it. (laughs)
0: It would make a good TikTok video if they did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There we go. Uh, All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, And Taylor on Wednesday. We drink pink. pink.